Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of A Good Drop, where every other week or so we head over to Scotland to blind taste some of their uh, famous drink. Yes, that's right. It's another blind taste tester, this time from Scotland, tasting Scotch whiskey. Let's see if we can see the difference. Hmm. I'm Stu. I'm Michael. Cheers. Cheers. Excited. I, I am a huge fan of scotch, and so having three unknown whiskies in front of us is uh, enticing. Yeah, so we, we've changed <laughs> the game slightly from our previous blind taste testers in that we've moved the bar so each of the price points is slightly closer together. Mm. It was getting a little bit easy to tell just because there's some very distinct giveaways at the price points we were using before. Yeah, and if you've listened to a few of them, you'll have a few of our blind tasting episodes, you'll have noticed these as well, where the uh, the cheap one is fairly flavourless but easy to drink. The mid-priced one is uh, usually very nice to drink, but not... Very nice to drink and a little bit complex, and the expensive one goes all out for complexity and throws aside the ease ease of drinking. Drinking, yeah, as a general rule. But this time, having tightened the field, we're hoping for a a more of an interesting time of it. We're hoping for a bit more of an interesting time of it to try and work out what's what, and mm. we'll also keep our fingers crossed that they're all scotch. <laughs> yes. Well, when I got the guy from our favorite bottle shop to pick these, uh, he was, he I mean, he asked sensible questions like, uh, do they all have to be single malt? Do they all have to be a particular type of scotch? Um, and I said, none of these matter as long as they're scotch and at these three different price points. Yeah, actually, genuinely, scotch can be called scotch. He's allowed to put it on the label. Fits the bill. Scotch. Yes. All right. So, shall we work through these in order from tallest to shortest or in reverse order? Uh, let's go in the order that our friend has written them on the bag. Well, interestingly enough, that is tallest to shortest. What? It is backwards. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, so as you'll have noticed, if you looked at the picture, we are using Glen can glasses to make sure that we can nose these appropriately. Mm, to give us the oh, no. easiest way. So these are going to be challenging because they oh, have... The freaking peely thing. I've oh. already... I've tried not to look, but I've seen a logo. I'm not going to say what it is. No, I'm don't. my finger over it as I try and peel the freaking thing off. <laughs> well, maybe we should um, try and get the rest of them while we're doing it too. All right. 
This is feels like it's got another peel thing. Oh yeah, I've got it without looking. Yeah, so these peel things are dangerous. That they because are. Because it's... Well, this one does not have a peel thing. Good, I was able to see that there is no peel thing. Cool. Not that I could see without pulling it down far too far. This has got logos on the top yeah, of this, the thing. Oh. This also has logos on top of the thing, but it's a it's a cork. <sighs> so, hmm? for the... Uh, Grab that and oh, turn it upside down. That, oh, god damn it. it <laughs> the thing came off. Yeah. But you can see through it, and underneath it is another freaking logo. <laughs> of course there is. So I'm going to hold it in front of here for the for the cork sound, because we, we love that sound. Mm. But I'm also going to try really hard not to see that bloody logo again. Hmm. <laughs> Good sound. So... Yeah, the that's something I didn't think of when um when we when we did it. We I think we really need to start getting someone else to pour these for us. Yeah, well at least open the bottles cuz we we can we have in the past had people stick something over the labels as well mm. at some of the bottle shops, but I guess it didn't occur to anybody today. No. <laughs> If if I'd have thought about it, I would have said something. Are we going to use a spirit measure or just free pour? Nah, just pour it. Just pour it all over the table too. That's fine. <laughs> That's not even. Well, I already did that. That's tricky because I can't see the pour because I've got the glass in the way and I'm trying to cover the bloody label. Well, pour it sideways. That'll do it. We're going to regret having that much. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> because I've seen the logo. Oh. Oh dear. So, unfortunately, dear listeners, this is without even lifting it to nose it, just from smelling what I spilled mm. and knowing the shape of the bottle from holding it. Oh, no. You know what it is? I knew what it was before I'd seen the label. <sighs> okay. Well, don't tell me. I won't. I won't. I'll, I'll let you taste it first. And you'll be like, you know what this is. <laughs> you will. We've had it in a previous episode. Ah. Interesting. Mm. Okay. Well, let's not give it away anymore. Wouldn't want to give it away, give it away, give it away now. Absolutely uh, not. You can't handle spice. What? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, cheers. Let's, yeah. let's give this a let's whirl. Smell it, yeah. I mean, it smells like what you'd expect a scotch to smell like. like well, no, yes. None of the bells and whistles. No, uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I would say that this is a blended scotch whiskey. They are very likely to all be blended. Most likely, yes. Because single malts are up there usually. Um, it smells like... Yeah, so there's uh, five regions of scotch and the biggest one being Speyside. That's where you get most of that scotch flavour from. That, well, that, that's the, the, the stereotypical scotch. 
the uh, the space side scotches. Yes, and this smells like a space side scotch. <laughs> it does. It smells like a typical scotch. Yeah. So let's taste. Now you you want me to hold off telling you what it is. Yeah, don't tell me until until the very end, until yeah. the reveal. Correct. Because you can't see the shape of the bottle from there, can you? No. You can't tell, but I held it. I had to yeah. know what the shape was. Hmm. And it was a giveaway, which is a shame. But let's taste. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Well, it's really peppery. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of spice, a little bit of smoke. Yeah. Um. Probably pretty. It's pretty malty mm. for a for a scotch, and quite a bit of bite to it too. Mm. Um. But. The, the I would say that if it's the way you made it sound, it's you said it like that. This is not a good scotch. So the glass must be doing it a lot of favours. I, I believe it is, yeah. Because it doesn't taste that bad. Yeah, I think the Glen Can glass is working magic on this scotch. <laughs> <laughs> there you have it. You can drink cheap scotch out of a fancy glass and it tastes good still. <laughs> tastes pretty good still. Well, as we know, the, the glass does make a massive difference to the flavour profile. Much more than we could have ever imagined. When we did our taste test with mm. the Glen Cairns, huge difference. Yeah. It's it's pretty rough this one. Like it's got Maybe I'm just drinking it too quickly. Um <laughs> It's it's fine. Like it doesn't taste terribly co- complex. Like it hasn't got the bite of a say a single malt eyelay. Or a single malt aisles. Because they tend to be super bitey, super peaty, and or smoky for those unfamiliar with scotches. Yeah. Um, it, it's quite simple. Yeah. Well, it's got a couple of simple flavours, simple notes mm, but to not, it. But not bad. But not bad, no. Mm. But I, I feel... No, I'm not even going to say. I'm going to wait till we've tried the others yeah. before I say, because already my thoughts were twisted by the shape of the bottle. Yeah. Your judgment has been clouded already. Yes. And this is the whole point of, like, the bags and the not knowing what they are is the whole point. We, we're trying to judge them in as neutral sense as we can. Yeah. So, really, we, we do need a volunteer for our next blinder mm. to... Open them for us and pour them for us mm. so that we're not feeling the shape of the bottle as we hold it. We're not risking seeing the logo on top of it. That's it. That is it. Anyway, uh, we should finish these in our own time and come right back to you after a moment. Indeed. Ooh, so... Finished that, and now on to bottle the second. Yes, number two. So this is an this is a rectangular shaped bottle. <laughs> Let's not try and judge, but luckily there's a lot of them that are 
the sort of shape that that one is. Like, even just because of the way the paper bag is hugging that bottle, yeah. I can see the shape, but a lot of them are that shape. Mm. There's, yeah, there's quite a few. All right. So, we've I've successfully opened it without seeing anything. This is, like, this is tricky because Mikkel and I are scotch people. Well, we, we love our scotches. And so, we've drunk a lot. Uh, I suppose it's been getting harder in more recent years to keep up with the uh, different kinds of scotches. But, like, all... A lot of the cheap scotches we know, like we know Shivas, we know uh, Glenfiddich, we know uh, Johnny Walker. Yeah, we know the nastier, cheaper scotches like Teachers. I've never had that one. You've actually. never. Well, thank you, Lucky Stars. No, it's <laughs> it's it's very mixable. So you know, if if you want a good cheap scotch to mix, Teachers absolutely great for that. Don't drink it straight. Great to mix. About thirty dollars a bottle. Yeah, that's about even. There we go. Uh, I'm gonna pop the lid back on. Don't you don't, stop looking nope, at not it? Not looking. I'm I'm looking through the filter now, so I can't actually see it. Oh, good. I knew it was a screw top. Yeah. Because that was the one that I checked to see if there was a peel off thing, and I could see that it was a mm. screw top. This final one is a cork. Yeah, and. Admittedly, the screw tops always feel cheaper to me, even though sometimes they're not. Mm. It's because I like a cork. But it, then... The corks are just satisfying to open. Yeah. yeah. So I'm pretty sure the first one was a synthetic cork. Mm. Well, they, they usually are these days. Yeah, though I do like the real corks. They have a different sound. They do. And they also... Yeah. I don't know if they make a difference flavor-wise. Maybe it's oh, just psychosomatic, not. but... It's also it well it, it could be confirmation bias, like perhaps your your cheaper nastier whiskies you have synthetic corks or screw a, tops or screw tops yeah, and the more expensive ones go for the real deal because marketing yeah yeah and maybe it's true maybe it's not and that's what these blind test testers are all about and that's why we need pourers yeah <laughs> indeed anyway bottle the second uh. We we didn't discuss the colour of the other one, actually. We didn't, actually. We should have. Because um, it was a little darker than this one. Yeah, a little more orange in the in colour. Yeah, this one's a bit of a golden amber sort of colour. It's quite yellow, isn't it? Mm. Hmm. Um, sp- smell-wise. Duh. Yeah, that's that was my thoughts. <laughs> See, it's, it's strange, because the very first smell I got from that... Just seem to be subtle hints of vomit. <laughs> it can't be right. Yeah. Like, I, surely no one's made a whiskey no. that smells like vomit. It it smells a little bit like varnish now. Like I can't smell the the vomit anymore. So or, you did smell that too. It it, it wasn't like straight up, mm. straight up. Uh, Vomit, but it but like had, subtle had that, hints. like acid sweetness to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like it smells as though there are chunks of corn in it or something. But not like the the uh, acrylic paint of the plantation rum. Mm. <laughs> yeah, this, but, uh, this is odd. I think we're just going to have to taste it. Yeah, because I'm not really smelling anything other than 
Alcohol. Mm. You think this might be the cheap one? I suppose it could be. That's mm. that'd be surprising. Or it could be the mid-priced one. Oh, because often they smell like not much at all, but taste... Wonderful. Wonderful, yeah. Mm. Well, on that note, pardon the pun, cheers. Cheers. That is smooth. Yeah. This is definitely the cheap one. <laughs> yeah, it's very smooth. There's almost no complexity to it whatsoever. Yeah. Very subtle burn. It tastes kind of sweet. Mm. It almost tastes like a bourbon, except there's no uh, charcoal notes, no yeah. toast notes. Well, and very... I mean, they can't be... Well, I suppose they could be corn, but they shouldn't be corn. No, it's usually wheat and uh, bar- wheat and malt. Yeah, I mean, I suppose they could use a tiny bit of corn in their mash and still get away with calling it scotch. But why would they? The Scottish don't grow corn. Yeah, that's really weird. I don't know where to put this one. Guy's uh, throwing us a curveball. <laughs> yeah. But it's initially smooth. But a bit of a kick on the back end. I'm not getting that. Like, I'm getting a strong tingling on my tongue as an aftertaste. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. But no, like, burn in my throat. Oh, I'm only getting a, a warmth. But I'm getting like a, a burn on the back of the tongue is what I'm... Okay. Yeah. 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 A little bit of that. Hmm. Yeah, I can't pick this. Maybe it's a... Like, it tastes a little bit fruity. Uh, Yeah, the smell has mellowed out to more fruits. Yeah, I mean, I was getting subtle hints of that earlier. Mm. But... Oh, there there it is again. This... Just suddenly got that subtle vomit again. That's weird. <laughs> and now I get the... Now it's like fruits mixed with subtle vomit. No, it's... It's bizarre. It's so strange. Yeah. I've never hit a scotch that smelt like this. No. Oh, there's that bite. Um, So you were just taking smaller sips than I was. Apparently. Uh, I, this is tasting like a mixing scotch. Same, like, even more so than the last one. Yeah. Uh, the last one, I think, was pretty good, but it was definitely for uh, people that like that scotch flavour. Mm. This is a lot more subtle, and given that there's like a bit of sweetness and a bit, bit of fruit in there, and there's hardly any burn, it would probably do pretty well as... A, a mixing drink with, say, a scotch and dry or scotch and coke. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I, I would dare say that the last one would work quite nicely as a scotch and water, whereas, yeah, this one really would benefit from another strong flavour with it. Mm. So I, I feel like that pretty evenly puts this as 
the bottom and the other one is the one in the middle. We sound so weird. But then, yeah, and that could well be us deciding too early. What if the Mm. next one is somehow worse than both of these? We don't know. We don't know. All I know is that I paid $2 under the the budget we set. Sorry, $1 under the budget we set for this week. Yeah. The so, receipt is in the box. So we could be and the box is behind me. Yep. No risk of seeing it. No. But not at all. Well he folded the receipt yeah, neatly we, as well. We could end up being very surprised and find that the first one is the most expensive. I hope so. But it it is because like I said, I know the brand because I know the shape of the bottle. <laughs> but that brand does make a very wide range mm. of quality of whiskey does it stop giving it away <laughs> stop trying to give it away right yes so let's uh let's take our time and polish these off and move on to the third hmm. and we are back for number three bottle the third so this does have a uh, label uh, a logo on the top, so um, I'm going to very carefully stop looking at it. Very carefully <laughs> remove the cork. I am looking through the puff filter. I cannot see it. I only see movements. That was a nice sound. It's a shame it wasn't in front of the mic. It's a real cork. It's a real cork. Mm. It could be, and it looks like we're pretty good on the uh, label front. Yeah, that's just glass on the neck, as far as I can see. This is the shortest bottle. A bit more. It's pouring nicely. Uh, it's very golden colour, very warm mm. yellow. Yes, yeah, very warm yellow. It's the sort of colour that Bear oh. Grylls would go, yes, that looks like a tasty drink. <laughs> really? So... Yeah. yeah, this is very warm. Uh, yeah, I'd say it's it's a slightly warmer, slightly lighter color than the last. Uh, y- yeah. It. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not sure. I. It's definitely not as yellow as the last one. It's more in line with the first one we had, with that warm amber color. Yes. Yeah. Uh, smell. This smells nice compared yeah. compared to the last one. Yeah, it smells very pleasant compared to what we had last. There's some slight complexity to it. It's got a warming smell. It doesn't have weird weird flavors, weird smells. Yeah, and there's there's no permeating undertone of alcohol or vomit. <laughs> no, you can't. Can you smell any? I smell a little bit of ethanol. I mean, that's to be expected from mm. something that's 40-something percent. Yeah, at least 40 percent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but certainly, yeah, it's... It, it smells like a scotch. Yeah, smells subtle, smells smooth. Mm. I can I think pick up the slightest hint of spice from it as well. Mm. Which makes me think it's not the same type as Bottle the First. Quite possibly not. Mm. And I'm curious to taste because of that. Yeah. So the other really big uh, 
Scotch region is the Highlands, and they tend to have more spicy, fruity notes to them. Mm, and that is very much what I'm expecting from this one. Mm. Versus Speyside, which is a malty Scotch note. Yes, malty, smoky, peaty. Yeah. Well, le- less smoky and peaty and more just Scotch. Mm. <laughs> Stereotypical Scotch. All right, shall we? Cheers. Cheers. Wow, that's mild. Yeah. Well, I mean, mild in bite. Flavor's, I mean, it's, flavor's not bad. It's got a, a subtle warming sensation. Interestingly, not, not at the back of the tongue like the last one, but more towards the front and middle hmm. is where I'm kind of getting that Yeah. on this one. But it's nowhere near as aggressive. Mm. Yeah, it's got like a creamy, malty flavor to it. Um. Yeah, I'm not really getting the fruit that I expected, but there's mm. some definite spice. Did you ever have um, that um, like malted milk drink, that powdery powdered malt? Um, you you mean like um, in the blue tin, like Ovaltine or something? Yes, but less cocoa. Mm, I, I don't think so. It's like a white powder because it kind of has a bit of those flavors in. Like, definitely malt. Like, Maltese is without the chocolate. <laughs> oh, yeah, so malty. <laughs> yeah. Malty is what you're saying. Yeah. Like, actual, legit malt flavours, not just, oh, yeah, this is malty. Yeah. Yeah, tastes like malt. Mm. Mm. I like it. It's got a ring to it. Yeah, it's, I think, my favourite of the three. Yeah. I don't know. Oh. Actually, now I'm not sure. I've just had a bigger mouthful and now I'm not so sure. Hmm. Is it still not overly complex? Smooth, the- yes. Subtle, yes. Is there a lot happening? Not really. I I would agree with that, but it has very nice flavours. Yes, I would agree with that. Um, that kind of throws it in the middle ground doesn't it it does because there was a there seemed to be a bit of complexity in that first one yeah and that suggests that the first one was the most expensive this is the one in the middle and i think we can both agree that the last one the bottle the second was the cheapest yeah at least that's that's our feeling Mm. and perhaps that's not the case because sometimes pricing doesn't actually match how good it is, no. which is half the reason we do these blind taste tests. Yeah, and uh, it might also we it might also be clearly the cheapest, but still be very good. Yeah, and taking away the the bias of marketing is like helpful to work out an actual genuine uh, opinion of. A of a drink. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't like that I always come back to this, but when we did our very first whiskey taste test, mm. the Hogs 3, yeah. cheapest and by far the smoothest. I've bought it again many times. Yeah, because it was good. Yeah. Like, just because it was the cheapest doesn't mean it wasn't good. But we 
had we seen the price and seen the bottle, we may never have bought it. Yeah, we may well have assumed, oh, that's cheap crap. I don't want mm. that. But the reality, of course, is cheap, yes. Crap, no. Mm. And in this case, cheap, yes. Crap, also yes. <laughs> well, that's if number two is the cheapest. Yes. Number two is dreadful. I will not... I hopefully don't have to mm. take that bottle home with me. Because there, there have very much been times when what we thought was not great turned out to be the most expensive. Because it was just, and you know, I'm the talking, rum. I'm talking the rum. Because it was just so hard to drink. Yeah, it was trying too hard. I ended up mixing that that ninety dollar <laughs> bottle of uh, Bundy rum. I ended up mixing that because it was just you. You couldn't you couldn't drink it. I I couldn't drink it. It was yeah, it's too much, too much. But it probably appeals to people that like the the Bundaberg rum flavor. Yeah. Well, yes, and there's a lot of Australians who like mm. the Bundaberg rum flavour. Yeah. And more power to them for it. They're keeping an industry alive. <laughs> keeping a factory alive. But mm. in saying that just because I didn't like it, it did what it did really well. Yes. And I, I can comfortably say that that was the best bottle of Bundaberg rum I'd ever had. I'd agree with that. <laughs> well, we just straight Bundaberg rum, not because the the Bundaberg liqueurs I I liked more than that. Do- doesn't count. They're doesn't liqueurs. count. They're a liqueur. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But um, and I guess we could agree that what number two does it does well. Be cheap and nasty. <laughs> I'm not going to speak to that. I I will say it's the only scotch I've ever drunk that smelled going down the way it would probably smell coming back oh, up. God, that's a <laughs> That's a uh, a visual. (laughs) All right. Let's uh, stop speculating and actually look at the bottles. Yes, let's. Uh, Three, two, one. Yeah, why not? All right. Number three. We have... ah, It's the Monkey Shoulder. Oh, I do like the Monkey Shoulder. The original blended malt Scotch whiskey. Rooted in malt whiskey history and inspired by the malt men who still turn the malting barley by hand... Monkey Shoulder is blended in small batches of Speyside's finest single malt whiskies, then married to achieve a smoother, richer taste. So I was wrong, and it is still a Speyside whiskey. Mm, still a Speyside, but completely right about the malty maltness. Yeah. I mean, how many times do they say malt in that label? So I, many. I lost count because I wasn't counted. Malt, malt, malty, malt, malt. Yeah. So bottle the second. Bottle the second. Screw top. Carefully peeling away the brown papery bagness. It is label five, blended Scotch whiskey, and yeah, I am aware of exactly how cheap this oh, is. No. <laughs> Around forty dollars. This is the perfectly smooth blend, classic black, matured in oak casks. Let me. Oh, there! I was about to say, let me read the piffle on the back, but there isn't any. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it just says label five, blended Scotch whiskey. This yeah. is one hundred percent a mixing scotch. Yeah, without a shadow of a doubt. Uh, it it looks cheap. It looks cheap. And I shall reveal the last, which yep. oh, Johnny, it is Johnny Walker. I knew it was from the shape of the bottle. Yep. And it is Johnny Walker Green Label Green Blended Malt Scotch Whiskey. I've never had the green before. Aged fifteen years. Ooh. Naturally intense with a distinct smokiness and a big malty heart. Now, you'd recall I said that 
tastes I, like Johnny I, Walker. I, well, and the, I got a smokiness out of it. Mm. Yeah, there was a little bit of smoky there. And there was. There was a smokiness in it. It's won awards. That doesn't surprise me because the, the Johnny Green is their top of the line. Well, their, mm. their highest it's, grade it's up there. without being like uh, a distiller's reserve or whatever you call yeah. the signature Yeah, or the, the royal or the gold or whatever. Yeah. But so without looking, without looking at the receipts, but while mm. looking at what they are, I believe what we said was correct. Mm-hmm. that yep. the Johnny Green was the most expensive and the Monkey Shoulder was the one in the middle yep. and the Label 5 was the one at the bottom. Yeah. And now... For the receipt. Drum roll, please. I have the envelope in my hands. Okay, so <laughs> coming in at, yep, pretty much dead on the forty dollar dues mark, label five whiskey. Yep, and that's the worst forty dollar whiskey I've ever tasted. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm actually surprised that it was that much. Yeah, to, to be honest. <laughs> oh, it it had good points, and that is that it wasn't. Super bitey, like a lot of really cheap scotches are like really rough. This wasn't terribly rough. Mm, true. It tasted awful, but it wasn't crap. And definitely a good mixing scotch. Yeah. Even well, even number two. Sorry, the bottle the third, which is the monkey shoulder. That that it, that's totally our sixty dollar bottle, isn't it? Oh, but it actually came in $6 under that. 54 54 Hmm. Not bad. Not bad at all. I, I feel like that's worth the entrance fee. Yeah, totally. Um, I'm pretty sure I've bought it before as well. It's, it's uh, around that price point is one of my favorite, one of my good picks. Mm. And uh, the Johnny Green actually came in slightly above, yep. but you did say five either way. Yeah. And it came in five on the top side. Hmm. Which explains one dollar under. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 85 for yep. the Johnny Green. Hmm. Which, nice. yeah, surprises me, actually, that... Um, that the Johnny Green is so expensive? Well... The, or that Johnny Walker make a good whiskey. Well, more so that it's it's as good as it is. I had always seen it, and you know, my brain would remind me of Johnny Red and Johnny Black, mm. and say, "How could a Johnny Walker possibly be worth that?" Well, you have your answer today, and I never tried it, but yeah, I I'm not sure it's worth eighty five, but it's very close. Yeah, it's one of the better ones I've had, honestly. Um, I would, I think, I'd need to have another bottle of it. Or, sorry, not another bottle, another glass of it, just to really take my time in tasting it. But that is also after knowing that I paid 85 bucks for it. Yeah. Because when, when we first tasted it, I mean, it was definitely pleasant. Mm. And it did have some complexity to it. And, I mean, possibly 
my tasting of it was still slightly skewed by the fact that I had held the bottle and I knew it was Johnny Walker. I would say it's totally skewed by that because you were telling me earlier that you had drunk a lot of Johnny Walker. Johnny, yeah. Johnny Black specifically. Yes. And we have also drunk Johnny Black and it didn't taste anywhere nearly as good as this. Mm, that's true. But we were putting it down to... To the Glen Cairn glass. Yeah. And while the glass may make a difference, possibly not that much. Well... And now I'd be curious to put Johnny Red, Johnny Black and Johnny Green side by side in Glen Cairn glasses. And what about Johnny Blue? I guess. <laughs> but it's becoming a very expensive exercise. <laughs> I mean, it's all scotch. But this one, this one's pretty good. Honestly, after after testing it now, I would add that to my rotation. Yeah, no, I, I would also have it again. I, I will admit. And I was thinking that when I was drinking it, that it wasn't bad. Mm. And I was surprised by how good it was. And like I said, I put it down to the Glen Can glass because I knew it was Johnny Walker. Mm. I thought it was black that tasted really good because it was at a Glen Can glass. I mean, it would. All, I'm sure Johnny Black would also taste fairly good in a Glen Can glass. Oh, absolutely. Because it does do good scotches a lot of favours. Yes. It does do mid-priced scotches a lot of favours. It does very poorly for those cheap scotches, though. It does very bad for cheap whiskies. Yes. I mean, dare we say it, this entire episode, the bottom, mid, and top range could have all been Johnny Walker. <laughs> You're not wrong, but I'm really glad they didn't pick three Johnny Walkers. Yeah, it would have made it far too easy. We'd go, well, this is Johnny Walker, that's Johnny Walker, that's Johnny Walker. Which one's the red? Which one's the black? Which one's the green? <laughs> yeah. Indeed. Um, I think it's time to wrap it up. I agree. What did we pick up for our next episode? Well, you can think on that while I read the plugs. So, if you liked what you heard, be sure to hit that subscribe subscribe button if you haven't already. We are a good drop all about alcohol on your favourite podcast app, including Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Google YouTube Podcasts, I think now, uh, Stitcher, Spotify, and many more. And you can also find us on the Zuckerbergs, Facebook and Instagram, as a good drop podcast. Mm. On both, on both of those and the podcasts, look for the beer icon. If you want to check out our giant library of previous episodes, jump on our website, agooddrop.com.au. Or if you want to send us uh, comments, questions, feedback, uh, suggestions for future episodes. Or if you think our uh, judgment about these three whiskies was wrong, send us an email to agooddrop at gmail.com. And to be sure to tune in next time when we go back to going back to basics and do <laughs> our beginner's guide to vodka. We haven't done a, a beginner's for a while, have we? For quite some time. Hmm. Looking forward to this one because, I mean, beginner vodka is Smirnoff, right? No, I, I'm kidding. Yeah. Tell you, tell you guys next next time. So until then, cheers. Cheers. Cheers.